On today's episode of Too Many Books, we review The Radical Disciple by John Stott. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Too Many Books podcast, the show where we go through that stack of books that you have and tell you what to move to the top, the bottom, or get rid of all together. I'm your host, Jack 2.0, joined as always by Jack 1.0. Jack, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And you? I'm doing pretty well, all things considered. All things you know, considered. We're, it's a lot of things considered. It's a lot of things <laughs> considered. We, uh, we just recently started meeting back together in person. So I'm not preaching exclusively to a camera phone anymore, which is yeah, just great. Yeah, it's, that's rough. You forget how much you enjoy preaching in front of people, you know, until you have it taken away from you for a few months. Yeah, that's a unique kind of loneliness to preach a sermon and say a closing prayer and close the computer and there's nobody there. I mean, that was very strange. So See, yeah, good to be getting away from that. Staring at the other minister and three elders. Ah, yeah. One person <laughs> on each front row pew <laughs> while you're doing the whole thing. It's like a preaching school exam. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the, the grades afterwards to go, <laughs> hey, nice, but you know, you can shorten it up when there's only five people here. Yeah. Man. All right. Um, we want to, before we get into the book jacket description of The Radical Disciple uh, that Jack read here, uh, let you know that you can reach us at strongchurchministries at gmail.com. We want your feedback, any thoughts that you have on the show, any books that you may want us to check out for future reference. Uh, we want to encourage you as well to like our Strong Church Facebook page where these uh, podcasts come out, as well as a number of other uh, articles and uh, even some videos from time to time. You can also find our previous episode covering the Gospel Reset by Ken Ham. Uh, I covered that book and won't spoil it for you uh, what our rating was, but think you ought to uh, check that review out. Uh, Jack, give us a description of the Radical Disciple by by John Stott. All right. With the radical disciple, John Stott issues his farewell address to the worldwide church he helped to shepherd through the 20th century. He opens up what it means at root to be a follower of Jesus, exploring eight serious yet often neglected aspects of Christian discipleship. Stott here conveys what he has displayed throughout, throughout his life. To follow Jesus is to let him direct the agenda for our lives. We don't set the parameters of his lordship or avoid the cost of our commitment. He calls, we follow. The message of the Radical Disciple, like the witness of John Stott's life and ministry, is as simple, classical, and personal as it is radical. Jesus is Lord. All right. I'm interested, intrigued, especially with that opening line of uh, John Stott leaving uh, this, this church that he helped to set up. I wasn't aware of that, so I look forward to being enlightened in that way. Uh, what caused you to pick up the book? So, uh, you know, John Stott obviously has been a name forever. He's just one that I, for whatever reason, have not gotten around to. I have one of his bigger books, and I think kind of his signature work, The Cross of Christ, on my shelf. But it's it's a bit more to, to chew on. It's a bit bigger book. And so I got this smaller one as kind of an intro to his work and figured that would be a, a good starting point. And, and it was. Uh, it definitely did not turn me away from him. I'll definitely get to The Cross of Christ hopefully later this year. Um, but just, you know, kind of the name and, and seeing that, that idea of 
I think he was 88 when he wrote this book, and so it was kind of his farewell to his ministry in general. Uh, you know, he was globally known. He was, he was just a big name, big influencer, and so like the the last things he wanted to let people really chew on before he uh, retired, I guess, in that sense. Wow. All right. Pretty good reason to grab the book, I think. I look forward to seeing what you thought of the book right after this break. All right, so what did you like about the book? I think, you know, the the subtitle is eight or some neglected aspects of our calling, and it ended up being eight neglected aspects, and, and some of them more neglected than others, but it really highlighted things that are important that don't always get the, uh, the attention that they should. Things like simplicity uh, of not, you know, living lavishly, but as Christians kind of having that Jesus mindset of, uh, toward our money, toward how we we live among others, toward how we see the needs of others, uh, things like that that are challenging. Uh, he talked about death, which, as I mentioned, this was his farewell. Uh, this was written two, three years before he passed, and so it was kind of uh, a very interesting and strong perspective on that. Um, things on, on depending on each other and depending on God. Um, and so things that kind of seemed... Uh, basic in a sense, but but important discussions that maybe don't always get highlighted again in neglected aspects of our calling, like I said. And so I really liked that part. I really liked the direction he went through these things to say, look, uh, Christians need to know this. And as you read it, uh, like I said, there there's a basic aspect of it. It's like, well, I know this, but it's something you realize a lot of Christians don't know these things. A lot of Christians don't practice all of these things. And so it was uh, a useful reminder that well, even if I already know this, other people need to know this as well. This is what we need to be preaching. This is what we need to be teaching people as disciples to um, to grow and to grasp these things and to put them into practice. So I, I liked that about it. Um, there were some good co- quotes, which we'll put on the show notes page, mm-hmm. uh, things that, that really make you think. But overall, it, it just had the the push toward... And again, the title being the radical disciple of being a Christian who's different, being a Christian who's not just checking a box, not just calling yourself a Christian, but really growing. And and maturity is one of those things he talks about, Christ-likeness, things that are important that, again, do get neglected from time to time. So I I did uh, like the book for those reasons. All right, very good. Were, Were there any other things that you liked about the book? Um... Uh, yeah, that was kind of a, a general description of all those things. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, so, that's perfect. Uh, some of the chapters I, I liked better than others, uh, which I'll get to in the dislikes. Um, but overall, I, I think it was a reminder that Christianity is supposed to be challenging. I think uh, we can get away from that. I think, you know, we talk a lot about the consumerism of Christianity, uh, that a lot of people really don't want to dig deep, and, and he's really pushing people to you know, that's not Christianity. Christianity Mm -hmm. has to be radical. Christianity has to be more, has to be something that, that, again, challenges the way you spend your money, the way you view your death, the way you view your time and and your commitment and all those different things. And so uh, very useful and good good digging into the scriptures. He he pulls out good insights from the scriptures that he 
um, references. So I, I liked all of those things. Very good. Let's uh, let's get into some of these dislikes. What are what were some of the things that you didn't like about this book? As I mentioned, it, it's basic um, for for you know folks who are reading a lot of Christian books uh, like us, and I'm sure like our audience. Uh, there are going to be just a lot of things that you go, well, yeah, I know that, or I've read that before, or that's, that's not anything that nobody's saying. And so there was that aspect of it that was just kind of a, a refresher, kind of a surface level to, to some things. And so uh, don't go into it expecting to, to have your mind blown. It's just, but, but there's value to that. I mean, in, in Peter's letters, he writes about, you know, I'm writing to remind you and so reminders are good. Um, mm-hmm. The other dislike, I thought it was kind of weird, uh, and it was kind of paired back-to-back with the chapter on sim, uh, living simply and, and kind of viewing our finances that way. He had one on environmentalism and climate change and all that, which uh, I don't. I have no interest in getting in a, into a discussion on all that, but it was so, like, out of place. It really kind of... You know when you're watching a movie and there's like a scene that really just like takes you out of the movie experience? Yes. Reading this book, it was kind of like, wait, wait, what are we doing now? And, you know, he tried to make a case for why this isn't a political thing, but it is a political thing in a, in a sense. And when you have a chapter on Christ-likeness, a, cra- a chapter on maturity, a chapter on, you know, viewing your money a certain way, and a chapter on, you know, those kinds of things, and then, oh, by the way, we need to put an end to, to global warming... It, it it seemed out of place to me. I, there are people I know. If if you really think that is one of the pressing issues of our day, it might not seem out of place to you. Um, but of all the the things he could have chosen, I mean, right now as we're recording, we're in the middle of the the racial issues, the racial tensions. I mean, you could talk about abortion. You could talk about all of these ills that uh, are plaguing our world, and that he chose, you know, climate change as sure. as the only one of those. It was kind of like. Are we sure this goes here? Um, but again, he was getting on in years. It was late in life. These were the things he felt were important that people, um, you know, grapple with. And so he put it in there. I, I did not see a, a use for it in this book. Uh, in fact, a book called The Radical Disciple, it just seems like a chapter like that would be a little strange. But that's my personal preference. That's all. Well, all right. Well, in your personal preference, what's the rating for this book? Uh, I'm going to say a six um, because, again, everything, well, most everything it's just said I agreed with was good, was important reminders uh, for a, a, a world that has a very shallow view of Christianity about the importance of depth, um, but didn't break a whole lot of ground, and then that one chapter dragged it down a little bit. So six, not a bad book, just not anything above average. Um, having said that, as I mentioned, some of the scriptural insights were good, and so it, it makes me excited to read some of his deeper works. Good. Well, we'll look forward to uh, hearing about one of his his bigger works here, uh, hopefully in a little while. Mm-hmm. If you've read The Radical Disciple, you can tell us what you think in the comments below. You can message us on our Facebook page. And, of course, you can reach us by email at strongchurchministries at gmail.com. Our next episode is going to be a special one. Uh, one of us, Jax, here has written a book, your second book, 
Uh, it's not me. Uh, I have not written <laughs> any books. That's wh- I only criticize them. I, I do not. <laughs> I do not write them myself. <laughs> Maybe someday. Uh, but next uh, episode, we're going to uh, interview you about church reset uh, and your thoughts on how uh, maybe church needs to change. I mean, you you write a lot about discipleship uh, within that book. And so uh, I think going from Radical Disciple here in today's review to your book, uh, Dealing with Discipleship, will be uh, very good to talk about. We're also going to do a giveaway of your book, Church Reset, and we'll talk about how you can enter to win uh, that book uh, in that episode. So be on the lookout for it at strongchurch.org and there on our Facebook page. This has been Too Many Books. Happy reading.